hello, I'm uh, I'm Graham Bonnet. I was this morning when I woke up, and I think I still am. And you, God, I, I, I'm a comedian. Come and see me at the uh, comedy store next week. Um, <laughs> you're speaking with Dave and Shane, and we're talking about rock and roll through the years and through yes my misty past. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Moving into uh, Rainbow, I mean, when you came in, you know, replacing uh, Ronnie James Dio, I mean, what was what were your first impressions of Rainbow, your first impressions of of Richie and what did you think of, of Dio and kind of you know coming into your your own after after he was uh, there? Yeah, well I didn't know who Rainbow were and uh, who, who they was was were was and um, I had a call from my manager. I said he said you've got an audition with this band called Rainbow, and I thought was that folk group Rainbow? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea who they were, and then uh, he said to me, "Well, it used to be Deep Purple, but they changed the name to Rainbow." And some of the guys from Deep Purple in this band, uh, Richie Blackmore and uh, Roger Glover. So, so I um, I had to go out and buy some uh, Rainbow Records to listen to what I was supposed to do. And, and I learned one song called um, Mistreated, and that was mm. my audition piece. And I went over to meet the guys in um, sort of Switzerland, on the border of Switzerland, France, where they were recording in this chateau. And um, I learned this song. That's the only song I knew, and I thought... I said to my manager, I said, it's not really my kind of thing. I said, I don't sing like this guy. I, I don't know how I can take over or be uh, the right person for this band. I said, I'm, I'm not like that. I sing completely different. And um, he said, no, go over, do it. And well, basically, short story long, I, I got the job. They just said, you're in. And I had to sing the song Mistreated four times before they would let me start. Because twice, three times, sorry, twice I sang off microphone because I was really scared of messing up. So I thought, what I'll do is stand up. <laughs> the microphone's over there. I'll sing just in the middle of the band. And the band was like, you know, honking away there. And uh, when I finished the first, um, you know, uh, take, so to speak, the recording, not recording, the, uh, the first take of my audition, they all started laughing. I thought, what's up, you know? What, what, what? And they all turned to each other and said, we can hear you. <laughs> all the Hammond and whatever else, drop cozy pal, cozy fucking pal, bloody hell. Oh, yeah. And uh, they said, we can hear you. And I said, well, I didn't want to mess up. I didn't want to mess up. And, and so I said, do it again. So I did it again off mic, then again off mic. And then Don Airy, the keyboard player said, uh, Graham, why don't you do this one on the microphone this time? We don't want to kill you. So I did it on mic yeah. and the, the job was mine. But um, I said, I don't know. I wasn't sure. I went back to, to London. I said to my manager, I don't think I'm right for this at all, you know, because here's me with this short hair and whatever. I'm, I'm not uh, Mr. Spandex and chains and whips and whatever. I said, I, that's not me, you know. And um, he said, no, Grant, stick with it. Stick with it. It's uh, going to be good for you. It was good for him. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so uh, so I went back and started recording with Roger and uh, 
the album Down to Earth came out, and I was in the end when it was done, I was very pleased with what I did, you know, because uh, it was a new a new venture for me, and a new way of singing, well, not really a new way of singing, but a new a new kind of music that I'd never really uh, in, you know, played on before, sang on before, you know. So it yeah. was an eye opener, and uh, I'm glad it was because uh, I'm still doing that kind of music to this day. This is a question from one of our podcast fans, uh, Greg Trainer. He wanted to know uh, what's your favorite Richie Blackmore guitar solo? Oh, um, <laughs> God. I can't, I can't, it's hard to pick one, really. I mean, I like the solo he did on Since You've Been Gone because he's yeah. like, sort of like, like a country solo in a way. And, um, uh, uh, let me think. <laughs> no, down to down down to earth. That was for me. It was uh, eyes of the world. I just oh my god! Yes. Yeah. I'll from down to earth, eyes of the world. I'm with you. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's, that's amazing. That, that's a great, great song. I love that song. Yeah. Awesome. Good old playing from Richard. Do you ever um, pinch yourself looking back <laughs> at that era and say, "Man, that lineup: Richie Blackmore, Cozy Powell." Roger Glover, Don Airy, and yourself. I mean, do you ever just go, wow? <laughs> I mean, you play with a lot of great players, but I'm just saying that's one heck of a band. That that band, you can never fail. You know, I, I always say to my girlfriend and my, my friends, you know, it's like every night I went out on stage, I felt, I felt so comfortable. I wasn't worried about anything. If I fucked up, over with it. It was that incredible band, you know, but so. Uh, I didn't mess up too much at all, don't I? But they just made me come out of myself because the band was so damn good. And how lucky was I to be with that band? That lineup was the best ever. And dear Cozy, you know, my dear friend, we miss him. But uh, he, we kept very close, me and Cozy. But um, uh, it, uh, yeah, changed my life. Changed the way I look at music now, you know. Now, when I write a song now, I sort of write it in, in, in my head like a, almost like a rainbow song, but not quite. It's a, it's a Graham Bonnet band uh, sort of songwriting. It's a little different. Hopefully it sounds uh, more modern than the, than the 1980s sound. But um, it's, uh, that album doesn't sound bad, really. Listening to Down to Earth again, it doesn't yeah. sound bad at all. Doesn't sound no, no, no. It doesn't sound dated, does it, really? No, it I doesn't. It's timeless, yeah. I mean, it really, it holds yeah. up. I mean, it's a testament, yeah. really, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's, uh, you know, we play that live, by the way. Yeah, so that's our opening song. Yeah. Yeah. What, what did you think of, of Cozy? I mean, you know, you, I know you, you say you're very close to him. But I mean, he's, you know, his drumming from White Snake Rainbow, I mean, all these, everything he's done, like, just no one played like that, just that fire. No, he, he was a, a fucking monster. I mean, he really was, bless his heart. And he made the mistake of... Uh, that day it happened that we lost Cody, not wearing his seatbelt, speeding, he'd been drinking. Um, and he was on his way to see his girlfriend to propose to her. Can you believe it? <laughs> he had been, been out with uh, some of his friends and they went, oh yeah, Cody, yeah, you do it, man. And uh, he was happy, he was on his way to do that. And was, was he was the safest driver I've ever been with because he raced cars, et cetera, et cetera. And I was always felt safe when I drove with him if we went to a gig, you know, at 2,000 miles an hour, you know. But uh, we'd get to the gig before anybody else, you know. <laughs> he was uh, the fastest driver on earth, you know. 
because he was a, a motorcycle racer and a car racer. And I never felt you know, scared with him. But this one day, he made a mistake of not putting his seatbelt on and he'd been drinking. And um, uh, we'd lost him. And I, I remember the call uh, from Don Airy. Uh, it was one afternoon, I remember, uh, I can't remember the actual date now, but uh, Don called me and uh, he said, um, it's a grin. It's the old boy. I said, who? I said, Coase. I said, what, what, what? He's dead. I said, what do you mean? He had an accident. And then he told me what happened. And I broke down. Hmm. And uh, I went outside onto the balcony of uh, my house at, at that time. And I looked across, uh, we lived on a hillside, and uh, I looked across these hills. And two rainbows came down. Two. Wow. Together. And I said, is that you, Close? Yeah. But it was like a, it was like a weird sign. And uh, I talk about that guy every day. And Bethany, she, she loves him to death. She never met him. She said, I would love to play with him, you know, play bass with him. And that drummer, God damn. It was unbelievable. I mean, I, I still think, in my, in my head, I still think he's around, you know, it's like, oh, I better call up Cozy and say, see what's happening. See if he's been to any good movies lately, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Watch out for the, what's it called, Guardians of the Galaxy. Here you go, Cozy. Do you have thoughts on that? Like some of the bands that, that you know, maybe use recording assistance and stuff like that? That's okay. I, I, I know that uh, just about everybody does now, you know, I mean, uh, can you ever watch um, something like, um, let's say Beyonce, can, can you watch her and say, oh, that's, that's live. There's 10 million dancers to distract you from what she's actually doing. Right. Right. It's, um, it's become part of uh, the system now. I, I know that uh, we, we use uh, pre some pre-recorded keyboards and uh, guitar, rhythm guitar parts, you know, things like that which is, uh, you have to do, because we only have one guitar player. We have, we have a keyboard player, guitar player, bass player, drummer, and me. So we have to have the guys sing with me. And um, what we've done is um, we're gonna use uh, some tracks from, uh, not from actually the live album. Yeah, some stuff from a live album we did. And we're gonna put the keyboards on there, but uh, this will be all new keyboard playing. It's, um, it's uh, <laughs> Yeah, last night was it was great to hear somebody play keyboards really well for a change. Um, mm. never, really had, <laughs> never really had a great keyboard player. <laughs> it was um, it was refreshing to hear him play and really go for it. He's a good guy. Uh, so um, it's going to be there won't be any faking, I don't think. Not not, not, not this time anyway. Um, but you know, it does happen. Um, once I lost my voice completely and. Um, uh, I had to do a show. So what did we do? Um, I had to lip sync some stuff and, uh, you know, but not everything, but some, you know, two or three songs because it was, uh, it, it was gone. Mm, so, yeah. had to, you know, please the audience in some way or other. So you can't go out there and not do anything. So I did a short show, but, um, you know, at least I was there, but I, I don't like doing that at all, at all. I yeah. hate, it. I want to yeah. feel, I want to feel my body go, yeah. yeah. I want the air to come out of my lungs, you know? That's the only way I can smile. 
But um, <laughs> so it happens. Uh, I, there's a bunch of people I could talk about that don't do anything on stage live. Uh, you probably know, but it's um, <laughs> a lot of a lot of guys of my age um, in this so-called heavy rock thing have lost their voices, singers, and yeah. they go out there and pre-record and then lip sync, and that's okay with me. You know, they've got to keep up their their image. Their music, it's got to be good every time they go on. It's got to be as good as possible. And, um, you know, they can't let the audience down. So I understand when people do, uh, you know, lip sync or fake play everything, you know. It's uh, just the way it is. I, I, I couldn't believe it. Like years ago, I, I went to a, a concert in, uh, in uh, Japan and I was watching... <laughs> I, I, I don't, I'm not trying to kill Duran Duran. So uh, Duran Duran were playing. Yeah. And, uh, one of the guys said to me, um, do you want to come below the stage and you'll see what really goes on? I couldn't believe the equipment that was uh, under the stage that got Duran Duran to play good. Wow. <laughs> it was wow. a whole fucking, you know, it was a whole machine. And um, I, this is years ago. I'm not saying they do it now, but it was... Yeah. Uh, I couldn't believe it. I just couldn't believe it. And they said, well, don't you do it, Graham? I said, no. How can you? You know, you, you lose the feel. You know, sometimes you pull a track back and sing a thing a little bit slower. If it's bluesy, you pull it back a bit and the drummer goes with you. If you're playing to a click all the time, it, you can't do that. So, you know, it did happen. I did see it happen. And I don't think they do that anymore because people are getting found out now, you know. And uh, I don't think people really care, to be honest with you. Yeah. yeah, the pesky YouTube. <laughs> no, it, yeah, it, 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 no, no. I remember my brother. He went to see, um, you know, ELO, his favorite band, and um, he said they're just as good live as the other one on the record. I said, Tony, you got twelve, you know, Jeffelins. It's all everything is fake, you know. But that's Jeffelin. It's fucking great what he does, you know. Yeah. Can you imagine Queen, for instance, going on stage without the harmony? Oh my God, no! Come from, yeah. come from three people. It's about six people. Yeah, <laughs> yep. you know what I mean. I'm not. There's nothing new here, and uh, I'm not really opening up any doors to uh, anything that's new to anybody because it it just happened. You know. Yeah.